Good morning, Uptown Baptist Church. Welcome to YouTube Live. It's the first time for Uptown being on online as a church, and so uh, thank you for to Noel Arias for bringing this about. And this is our first venture in this since we can't gather together. Um, so we're going to gather in a new and different way, and hopefully this will be a way that we can not only reach you but also can reach others uh, with the message of Christ and, and give them hope in the midst of this challenging time. I want to open us up with uh, a psalm, uh, Psalm 91, and uh, if you can just uh, listen as I read it to you this morning. Psalm 91, then I'll open us up in a word of prayer. Psalm 91 reads, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. You say, The Lord is my refuge. And you make the, the Most High your dwelling. No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift, up, lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life and will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for the opportunity to dwell in the shelter of your wings, Lord, to rest in the shadow of, of you. Lord, I thank you that you are our refuge. You are our strength. You are our protection. You are our God in whom we trust. Lord, we, we read this scripture and it talks about the pestilence, it talks about the plague, and Lord, even as we think about what is going on in our country now with uh, COVID-19, Lord, it's like a plague that has stretched, stretched across the world and we're all going through, and yet you say, Lord, you will not, we will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies in the day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday, because Lord, you are with us, the Lord, you are a refuge. And so, Lord, we, we, we make you our dwelling. Uh, Lord, when we, we, we uh, just call out upon you, Lord, as you say in the end of this psalm, when we call on you, you will answer us. Lord, you will be with us in times of trouble. You will deliver us and honor us, and you will show us salvation. We pray that for ourselves, and we pray that for all those that are going through this trying time. We give you the glory. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm Pastor Mark Jones. I want to welcome you to Uptown Baptist Church this morning. I'm so glad that we are able to have services with you and, and share with you this morning. Um, it has been an amazing week in our country, uh, in, in the city of Chicago, a uh, ch challenging week for all of us. Um, we have, have, have had so many things change so quickly during this week uh, from the time that we met last week and and they lowered the number of people that could meet 
Uh, the president came out on Monday and talked about 10 or less people gathering together. And then uh, we met, had a meeting with the mayor earlier this week. And even at that time, they were, they were really encouraging us to stay indoors and, and uh, heed the warnings that the governor had given us. And remember, even in that meeting, them asking her if they were thinking about sheltering in place. And, and well, your life had shared, we really do not want to do that. And yet, less than um, 24 hours later, Governor Pritzker had called for a shelter-in-place uh, statement uh, before us yesterday and, and just in uh, less than 24 hours and just a few hours from, from now we will be doing that and it's through April 7th we will be gathering this way for some time. And so it's been a, a challenging week for all of us. I know there's been anxiety for, for many of us, um, both in the church and outside the church. Um, I know as I've gone about just my, my, my daily shopping, uh, it's been it's been really stressful. Uh, you can see the stress on people's faces, and yet at the same time, um, it's been a time of, of praise in in the life of our church and, and just some of the things that I've seen. Uh, one of the things that we're, we're seeing right now, the fact that we're able to to have this service in this way, that's a praise. I'm very thankful to Noel for for bringing that about, uh, Nolarius, and and then also uh, there have been partnerships with other churches, other churches. Uptown Covenant down the street has, has reached out to us and other churches are saying, how can we partner together to minister in this, in this setting? And that's, that's just something that we've hoped for and wanted to see happen more and more. So we see churches partnering together. Um, and then we've talked to you about different ways that you can communicate together. We talked about Zoom meetings with our small groups and in, in, in lieu of meeting together. Um, and then lastly, we've talked about even a prayer, uh, prayer gatherings where we will be, and I'll talk to you more about that at the end of the message. Uh, but, you know, I just want to give thanks to our staff, to, to Lynn Morris, one of our deacons, uh, to Tim Dish, soon to be a deacon, to Doug Glenn, chairman of our elders, so many people that have been stepping up in so many ways uh, in the midst of this, this challenge. Uh, one of our deacons, even deaconesses, even called me and shared uh, a word with me, just shared, shared something that she got from another pastor and just talked about how love, love overcomes fear and anxiety, and, and just was a great encouragement, just wanted to encourage me, so just wanted to share those praises with you. Uh, with that said, um, we're, one of the challenges that we had this morning is being, not being able to um, YouTube the, the music, do some issues that we're having, so we're going to do something a little different. I'm going to actually lead us in song uh, with amazing grace, and you can sing that along with me. And then um, we'll move on with our time. All right. I'll start us out. Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved how precious did that grace appear 
The hour I first believed. Last stanza. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, we have already come. Twas grace that brought us safe thus far, and grace will lead us home. Amen. Pray that we're able to get uh, additional music in the future, so you don't have to listen to my voice, but um, praise God. hope you were singing along with me. And uh, we praise God in the midst of, of uh, His amazing grace, even in the midst of our time that we're going through. Um, I want to share with you a little bit about where we're going to be going to. Uh, talked about rejoicing in the midst of, of trials. And, and, and so we're going to be coming from reading from the book of Philippians today, chapter 4, in verses 4 through 7. And but before I go there, I want to talk a little bit about this book, um, book of Philippians, because it, it really speaks to what we're going through in this time. Um, many of us, when we think of, of the word happiness, uh, we think about things that, 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 you know, things like being able to go out and Many things we can't do right now. Things being able to go out and have a out to restaurant and have a meal together. Uh, thinking about going on a vacation. Um, just thinking about receiving a gift. Um, all these things give us give us happiness. And 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 um, you know, having money, um, for for instance. And and so many of the things that, that normally uh, that we find happiness and are, are currently uh, gone. They're, they've changed. And so happiness is, is something that depends on our, our circumstances. And, and when our circumstances go, go change, um, so does our happiness. But this book, this book is a book about joy. And joy is something deeper than happiness. In contrast to happiness stands joy. And joy runs deeper and stronger joy is, is the quiet confidence assurance of god's love and his work in our lives and even as i read that psalm that psalm 91 that spoke to that 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 assurance of god's love his power and his work in our lives and then that there that he will be there no matter what we go through and so happiness depends on circumstances and events but joy depends on jesus and, and so that's what we're going to be talking about uh this morning uh Paul, Philippians is Paul's joy letter. It, it, he uses the word rejoice over and over again in, that, in, that, in this book. And the amazing thing about this book is that Paul was in prison as he wrote this book. He was in prison, and, and yet his spirit wasn't in prison. And, and joy is a, a dominant theme in this letter. And so as he speaks to this church, to dear people, that, that he, he had, they'd given him great encouragement from the Macedonian city. He had great encouragement to Paul and the Philippian believers had enjoyed a very special relationship with him. So he wrote this letter to them and his affection for them, speaking to them. And, and so we're going to go ahead and, and, and read that in just a moment. And as we deal, as I wrote my newsletter this week, as we deal with the anxiety related to this crisis, encounter so many anxious people around us, I pray we will, in Paul's words in Philippians 4, 4-7, do this. Word of God says, Rejoice in the Lord always. 
I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. And he doesn't stop there. He says, I will say it again, rejoice. This is Paul in prison saying these words. And he says, let your gentleness be evident to all. Brothers and sisters, right now, your gentleness goes a long way. It goes a long way to ministering to people. Uh, one of the things that I like to do for relaxation, it might seem strange to you, I have certain things that I love to do. Some of you know, some of you know that I like to grill food, which I'm looking forward to do when it warms up. You know I like to go fishing. But one of the things you might not know that I like to do um, is actually to go shopping. Um, I used to work in the sales, a salesman at Jewel Foods, and so I kind of know where everything is in the store, and, and so it's not a, not a big deal for me to go and find things and find out where, where to find them. And so... So earlier this week, I went on Monday, I went early in the morning, 8.30 in the morning, thought I'll beat the rush. And uh, when I got to the parking lot, it was packed. It was packed, even at 8.30 in the morning. And uh, as I went in, you could palpably feel the tension in the grocery store. I mean, people were tense. Um, you could just feel that the anxiety from people, even as they were shopping. Some people had masks on and, and um, you know, you could just feel it in the room. And I remember as I gathered and got my items and really did my shopping kind of quickly because it was just, um, a lot, many things were missing. Um, and so got things that I needed and got in line. And as I said, you could feel the tension. I remember that they, they opened up another line because it was crowded and people were fidgeting. And uh, even as the, 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 the manager opened up the line, he, he said, hey, I'm opening up another line. Don't fight. Don't fight. And, and everybody kind of chuckled for a minute, but at the same time, we knew it was serious. There have been fights in the stores, people fighting over loaves of bread and, and, and bath tissue, uh, just, just goofy things. And so just this idea of being gentle with people um, really came to mind and how to speak to people in this time because they are so stressed out. And, 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 and so your gentle words, uh, Pastor Allen would often say, you know, people need a look, a word, and a touch in Jesus' name. And so... Right now, we can't touch, but we can, we can give them a look and we can give, give them a word. So they really need that encouragement. And so I encourage you to, in this time, to, to show that gentleness uh, as you talk to people. Uh, because they are so tense. And it says the Lord is near. And so the Lord is with us in this time, in the midst of this trial. Uh, Paul goes on to say, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And so I love this idea of, of, he says, not being anxious. We know that we're all anxious in this time. But Paul says, you know what? We don't have to be anxious. We, there's something that you can do when you start to feel anxious and when we're starting to feel that way. And he, he says, in every situation, come to God in prayer with thanksgiving, in, in, in petition and with thanksgiving, presenting your request to God. And so there's this picture there, and we do this often in our prayer meeting. When we come to God, we always start with 
adoration and thanksgiving. And we come to God with adoration and thanksgiving because we need to, when we realize how, who God is, his character, and we give thanksgiving for every little thing, the fact that, that I'm able even to preach this message this morning, the fact that you're up, the fact that you have a home to stay in, simple things. It changes how you pray. We realize that God is bigger than our problems. And God is able to handle even the coronavirus. And so it changes how we pray when we come with thanksgiving and, 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 and prayer and giving those things to Him and first thanking Him for what He's done, then acknowledging who He is and what He's able to do in the midst of this. This virus will stop when the Lord says it stops. He is in control of the virus. And so we, need, we don't need to fear it. We do need to pray about it. We do need to bring it to him. But at the same time, we need to give thanksgiving, acknowledge who he is in the midst of it. And then it goes on to, to, to say, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. He wants us to come. He wants us to pray. So, brothers and sisters, this is a time for us, especially in, under quarantine, a time for us to spend time with the Lord in prayer, time in his word, reflecting, on who he is, and then crying out to him and knowing that he is able to, to meet these, these needs uh, if we come to him and, and acknowledge him and, and come with thanksgiving, coming knowing that he is able to overcome any of the things that we're concerned about. So we need to know, we need to not tell God how big our problems are, but tell our problems how big our God is. Amen? And so with that, it goes on to say in verse 7, in the peace of God which transcend all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That peace is different than the world's peace. Jesus talks about, uh, talks to the disciples about, to the disciples about leaving his peace with them. He says, the peace I leave with you is different than the peace of the world. The peace of the world is dependent on our circumstances. Everything goes right. We have a good week. It's easy to praise God in the midst of those circumstances. But what do you do when you're in a storm like we're in? How do you praise God in the midst of those circumstances? And so what Paul's saying is we can praise God in the midst of the storm. We can have God's peace in the midst of the storm. And, and some of the pastors I knew used to talk about these storms, and, and sometimes we pray for a storm, and God removes the storm. That's how He answers the prayer, and that's always wonderful when He answers a prayer in that way, and He He chooses to remove the storm. But many times, we're to praise God in the midst of the storm. He brings us through the storm, and we learn so much more when we go through the storm than when He removes it. And so, many times, um, that's what happens, and that's what's happening right now as we're going through this storm together, and. People around us are going through it. And this is a time where we've got to press into the Lord and show that peace that's within us. I shared with you in my newsletter last week that my heart, um, I shared my heart with you, and one of the things I shared was Dave, uh, Brother Doug, he, he said something I thought was profound. He said, never waste a crisis. And, and my prayer is that we that have the peace of, of Jesus in us would share that peace with those who do not. Use the opportunity that God's given us 
And I pray that the Lord would glorify himself through this crisis. One of the things we've been praying for for a long period of time is for revival. We want people to come to Christ. And now the world has stopped. As it, as it, no, all the normal functions have stopped. And, and people are really searching. Some might even be listening to this message this morning and, and want them to find the peace that can only come from Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Lord except through him. And he offers that peace to each one of us. Jesus said that he came, and he came to die on a cross. And he came to die for your sins and my sins, past, present, future, so that we might have a relationship with him, a relationship with the Lord. So my prayer is that if you have not already acknowledged yourself as a sinner, acknowledge your need for forgiveness, that you would do so, and that you would invite him in. Invite him in as your Lord. Invite him in as your Savior. And when you do that, he promises to give you salvation. He promises to save you, to rescue you from your sin, and give you a relationship with himself. And, and that doesn't mean that you won't have trials. We all go through trials, believers and non-believers alike. But you will have a peace that is different from the world's peace. Um, as I prepare to close, I want to share with you a couple of other things. I want to give you a couple of scriptures to look at during a week. Um, Psalm 91, which I just shared with you in, in our opening, and then Psalm 27. These are both psalms that speak to who God is in the midst of fearful situations. And I challenge you to reflect on those. Um, and, and just, we need to trust the Lord and find refuge in, in Him in this time. And then I also want to encourage you to stay in touch with each other during the week, during this season, that you would be reaching out to one another. Even though we're, we have social distance that we're called to, to have right now from one another, that doesn't mean that we have to be distanced from one another. We can reach out. This is time, since we have this downtime, we have time to call one another, to reach out to each other and check on one another, praying for each other, all those different things. And I mean that for you as believers and people that you know as believers, but also for non-believers, people that don't necessarily know Jesus yet. But they're just stressed out and they need a call from you. So reach out and minister and let God, allow God to use you. Um, also want to remind you also to remember to give. Um, and this time where we're not meeting, uh, we are dependent on your tithes in, in, a, in a different way. So please remember to put them in the mail, uh, to use PushPay, our, our online app, um, or to just drop them off in the mailbox outside. But please remember to tithe because the bills continue to come and we have to you know, maintain um, God's house and, and move forward with that. So I just encourage you to, to do that. And um, if you have any other questions. Lastly, I want to share with you that this week, I'm hoping that we can uh, develop a prayer chain so we can be praying together uh, for one another and for the world during this crisis. And so please be looking for that information. I will send it out with my newsletter. Uh, but we're really looking to use this time to really press into prayer uh, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a body of Christ. And so that will be something that we hope to do, uh, not just on Wednesday night, but during the week that we'd be having some daily time of prayer together where you can call in uh, together and we'll be on the phone together and be able to, to uh, have a time of prayer each day together. So stay tuned for that. Be praying for that. 
Um, with that said, I would like to close us uh, with a word of prayer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. Lord, thank you. Uh, we give you thanks. We rejoice even in the midst of trial uh, because, Lord, we know that you are in control. We know that, Lord, you've allowed this to happen for a reason. Uh, we pray for your grace and your mercy in the midst of this trial. Well, Lord, we pray for those that pray you would have mercy on our city. Um, Lord, that COVID-19, uh, people being infected, would go, numbers would go down very soon. Pray that people would would, uh, would submit to the, to the uh, governing authorities and Lord, we would see those numbers go down. And then, Lord, we pray for the world around us. We pray, we, Lord, your, your word says to grieve with those who grieve. And so we grieve with those in some of the countries like China and Spain and others have lost so many loved ones. And, Lord, we just lift them up. And we just pray, Lord, that you would use this, this even this tragedy, to bring about revival, to bring people to a place of, of, of putting their, their faith and their trust in you. And so, Lord, we know that you can... You can take terrible situations and turn them around for good. And we pray that you would use this uh, tragedy, Lord, and use it for good, uh, that, we meant that we would draw near to you. Lord, you said if we draw near to you, we will draw near to us. And so we pray that you would use that, um, Lord, in our world, in our city today. And so we put all that in your hands. And Lord, give us uh, wisdom moving forward. And we pray that we'd be able to continue to do this and uh, just that we may be able to do it better each week. And so, Lord, just be with us and support us in this time, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.